0: Uh <laughs> <What> up, <man? laughs> hey buddy, how's it going? Uh you know,
1: it's going all right. Uh fucking just busy as fucking shit, man. How you doing?
0: I'm doing really good, man. that's no, it's good news that you shared earlier. I'm really oh, happy to see that.
1: Yeah, freaking wife is cancer free. But it kinda of, it was scary there for a minute though, because Uh, She found a lump on her breast, Mm -hmm. and um, so they set up uh, an appointment, a mammogram, whatever, and then at the mammogram spot, they're like, okay, well, you need a biopsy, which was this week, and the the mammogram was Mm -hmm. last week, and in between the mammogram and the biopsy, the lump disappeared, and then the biopsy that was earlier in the week just came back uh for a benign like whatever the fuck so yeah. she's totally that she had a cat scan that came back negative or good or whatever so everything everything is good i gotta have alicia on and do a podcast about all her Shit, yeah. you know, cancer life mm-hmm. stuff i think that would be pretty interesting
0: I think so too, for sure. And a lot of like the topics that you sent through that email, you know, I think could tie into a lot of those too, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, let's just, uh, we can get into that. Um, I appreciate you doing this, man. I know I'm just kind of like sporadic and all
0: that other stuff, but <laughs> I'm not like... good at making plans. So <laughs> I'm right there with yeah. you. <laughs> How are you doing, though? Oh, doing all right. You know, it's just, man, I just, it just sucks. The weather's, you know, turning wet and nasty and shit. I'm a summer, I'm a shorts and sandals kind of guy. So this kind of, you know, I don't know if it's that seasonal affective disorder stuff, you know, it kind of gets to me a little bit, you know, I just like, wish I could be outside doing shit, but it's pouring ass rain out. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's but, been really dreary lately.
0: Yeah, but other than that, you know, I mean, Rachel's doing good. Fletchie's doing good. My, you know, my new job that I started back in March is doing real good. So it's like, you know, all that's, you know, life is good. It's just kind of the season is kind of a bummer right now. <laughs> Even though I love the holidays, Your but the weather. home's treating you all right and all that? Yeah, home's really good. You know, I, I know we need to get some new gutters installed because, you know, it's apparent with all the, the leaves and pine needles clogging them up and, you know, all the rain and shit, it's apparent I need to replace them because they're not, doing their job but other than that yeah house is great it's wonderful it's doing good we're just you know tackling little projects here and there as you know time and money permit so it's awesome
1: okay cool right on well congrats i mean i guess no news is good news or you know the things <laughs> we're working towards are what we're still working towards you know no exactly. no or whatever so that's nice yeah.
0: yeah 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 that's pretty good so um yeah man i'm ready to just dive right on in all right. Well, you know, I've been right. So basically like the,
1: the preface on all this is I was just gonna, I just, I don't know. Like I listen to podcasts, like all different types of podcasts, you know, like, you know, actual like philosophical podcasts, like Jordan Peterson or Sam Harris or talk show stuff, like uh, Joe Rogan and all his guests or, you know, history podcasts with Dan Carlin or, uh, paranormal stuff like coast to coast AM or UFO stuff, you know, whatever, or sports talk and, and all these different ideas kind of come up. And I, I just, I didn't want to like lose these thoughts cause you know, you're just like daydreaming, <laughs> driving along, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, this is an interesting thought. This is an interesting thought. So I don't know what we're actually going to be able to get through. You know, I can't like, I can't go like super long tonight. I don't know what your, your timeline is like tonight, but I just wanted to oh, kind of,
0: I- I can go all night long. (laughs) All right.
1: Well, I Um, think, I think I should start more with like questions and then kind of go. And then later go into statements. And I don't even know, I got like 20, 30 points here and I haven't really highlighted or organized or anything like that. So I don't know how great this is, but we can just start start on it and just kind of, and then if yeah, if you have your own takes or whatever, just yeah, ju- jump on in with your own thoughts and ideas. I just wanted to have something where it was just not, uh, you know, sports or or games or you know whatever. Just kind of a little not bit not, more of a deeper a deeper yeah. dad talk,
0: that. you know, if you will not the lighter side of things all the time, right? You got to right. kind of dive deep and, you know, really open up some, some wounds or some, you know, whatever, just some, some, yeah, some heavier stuff for sure. So right. It's always right, right. Bring that. Cause you know, there's it, not everything is rainbows and butterflies. Right. You know, you got to talk about this stuff. And I know one of the topics is um, you know, pain equals meaning. Right. So it's like, yeah, that, that resonates a lot because a lot of our experience is pain and suffering and it's, it's all what we do with that and, and how we, you know, how we let that manifest and, and stuff. So yeah, definitely it's good to, like you said, get that deeper dive on some, maybe. Some yeah. Or- well,
1: I mean, let, I mean, that's a great one. Just to start off right, right there is, you know, yeah, life is pain. Life is suffering. And mm-hmm. you know, why, why do we not just crumple up in a ball and give up? Why do we always strive every day? You know, do you have any, reason on why you get up out of bed every single day?
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, the biggest one, and it's not necessarily pain. I mean, I guess you might be able to derive it that way a little bit if you want, but is is my son. Right. I mean,
1: yeah, he's my whole world,
0: But, but with that, and he's the, the apple of my eye and, you know, the the sunshine and uh, on a cloudy day and all that stuff. But, you know, there's obviously struggles associated with that. You know, as my first kid, first time parent, so there's obviously, you know, some, you know, some pain and suffering and growth and everything associated with that. But those are the types of things that, you know, everybody goes through, you know, you don't just say, oh yeah, my life is all perfect and everything like that and nothing bad ever happens. But, you know, there's times where, you know, I might blow up at them or, you know, I might, you know, spank them or you use a corporal punishment, that kind of thing. And, you know, and, you know, it's kind of kind of those things that have more of the negative connotation and stuff. So it's but that's all part of growing and learning you know, parenting styles and stuff like that. So, um, that's like my biggest reason waking up every morning is my son and obviously that my wife, you know, my family as a whole unit, um, for sure. But like I said, with with all those things, whether it's your, your, your spouse, your significant other your children, whatever, with the good, there's always, you know, a little bit of, of negativity, you know, with, with all those things, but that's just to be expected. Um, and from the, it's, it's all about how you deal with those things, right? Like I look at a situation where maybe I, I went a little over the line uh, with, you know, maybe spanking my child or something like that. And I was able to sit down, reflect, look back on the situation and say, Hey, that's not how I want a parent moving forward. Um, so that's just kind of how I dealt with, you know, I guess pain slash suffering, etc. is I use it as a growth opportunity where, you know, I know there might be other situations where other people might take that and continue that spiral, you know, in that same direction and just let it manifest and, and fester and, and get, you know, worse and worse and manifest into other other things and stuff. So, um, yeah.
1: Okay, <laughs> no, no, I like it. I like, it. All right, so, so, no, I like that, though. Like, so could, going off of, you know, reasons to uh, self-perpetuate, I, someone had said on a podcast that systems – uh, organ- social organizations uh, self perpetuate, you know, like meetings beget meetings kind of thing, and mm-hmm. power, you know, power begets power, you know. Same with, I think egos kind of do that as well. Like, you know, even though, like, wh- one of the first things that I had written down was me as an us. Uh. So, like, even though my body, my thoughts, we say is me or I you know, we're also, we're systems within each other, you know, like the brain isn't the heart and the heart isn't the gut and the gut isn't, you know, the muscles or the thoughts, you know, and we're all working together. So does it, are we, are we all just like a a system that has consciousness? Like is, is consciousness just like the choice between, multiple systems like a decision between a physical solution or um an analytical solution
0: yeah i mean no no it's uh i totally understand what you mean because like you know me as an individual as as a person i you know classify myself associate myself with any number of things whether it's you know a specific religion or you know ethnicity or you know so socioeconomic class whatever I that that's what makes up my identity as a me however because I'm using those labels or categories or status or whatever it is part of a larger us right so like right. I would like to think that people that are you know you know white cis males or something have very similar mindsets and theories and thoughts and stuff so when I'm trying to you know, develop or evolve within those groups, I, you know, think that other people in, with those same categories, labels, et cetera, et cetera, would be like-minded or whatever. So I, I totally see. And so, um, we all are system, you know, there's everything's a system, right. You know, like I said, whether it's a religion or socioeconomic class or whatever. And so, you know, that's where you get the concept and thought and ideology of community. Right. Um, however you identify that as being, whether, like I said, it's your race or religion, et cetera. Um, So yeah, while you're wanting to advance and self-perpetuate your own thought, you're sort of also doing that for the system that you're a part of. Um,
1: So do you think that's all consciousness is, is a decision made between two different systems uh, interconnecting or interacting with each other? Or do you think it goes deeper than that?
0: Well, I mean... (laughs) It's a funny thing. This argument can be made for either one, but uh, I definitely think more analytically, right? Yeah, it's the kind of the engineer in my mind, right? So I'd like to think that you know two systems interact in whatever method, and there's some sort of an outcome, you know, like a a finite outcome um, from said interaction, and um, that's kind of what it is. But I know when you get more like on a theological, you know, religion type basis, there's you know or spiritual, however you wanna. Uh, define it there um that's where you can sort of then delve into those well there's a deeper meaning behind yeah yeah sure you add a plus b and you get c but can c also be interpreted as d e and f you know so um like i said my mind is typically the a plus b equals c kind of using my same analogy i just used before um because that's just the way i think but um obviously there's you know seven plus billion people in this world and you probably have half thinking one way and half thinking the other um you know give or take a, a few million people probably um but uh yeah i mean so i'm definitely of that analytical mindset for sure
1: yeah 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 okay i totally agree so then just to kind of sidestep on that I, I just as a statement, I'd say I don't believe in any specific religion or any white bearded dude with sandals as God. But I definitely do believe in like <laughs> higher power or, you know, some sort of miracles, you know, in a greater we, a greater I, a greater me, you know, a, uh, a source. We, You know, when we die, we return to a source kind of thing mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. It, it, you cannot be created nor destroyed where, where do you stand on
0: on god death and, and all that stuff yeah i um, <clears throat> i definitely sort of float between atheist and agnostic when it comes to my religious views just because there are certain times when i get very pessimistic and look at certain situations whether they happen directly to me or indirectly you know through things i see on the news and say yeah there's no such thing as god you know why would god Cause a tsunami that killed you know hundreds of thousands of people in indonesia right you know like that doesn't seem like a very you know very fair and just god and then there's other things it's like well maybe i'm sort of down on my luck and it seems like everything's going south 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 for me and then all of a sudden there's maybe a series of of what appear to be like miracles or or you know good things that then happen in my life so then i kind of get more kind of in that agnostic not that like like you said there's this bearded guy up in the sky that's watching over us and and all this and we'll you know we'll judge us when we when we pass on and all this but it it almost seems like it's almost unexplainable by um you know finite you know uh ideology you know that you know there's got to be something else that explains like science can't necessarily explain why this these series of events happened to me when everything was pointing towards you know, all the data was showing that uh, uh, my life was going to go to a, a world of shit. So, um, so I kind of float between those two, those two um, viewpoints. Um, just kind of huh. <laughs> depends on, on what, wh- where I'm at in my life, you know? Yeah, really yeah. <laughs> okay. No, no, that, no, that's cool. That's cool. I dig it. I mean,
1: it's kind of whatever, like uh, we weren't provided a rule book when we came down here. So, you know, your, your guess or your, your beliefs are just as valid as mine.
0: Exactly. so
1: yeah. um i heard a uh, i was on i was oh one a lot of these questions or thought came when i was listening to the duncan trussell family hour podcast he just goes mm. he's like he's a comedian but he's like super woo especially on his podcast and <laughs> one of the guests said uh, life is a slow gas leak of suffering which leads to either fires of desire Fires of aversion or indifference, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like, what, where, like, where are when when you when we're talking about you know systems within our own body deciding on what to do and what not to do, aversion, or, or or avoidance, desire mm-hmm. or wanting to interact or literally not caring. Is there any right. more? Can you get any more baseline? on, you know, red light, green light, uh, yellow light, than then that, like, is there any other thought or mode of thinking that, that can be incorporated here on a, on a, on a basic decision level, you know, like you know, whether it's go to work and provide for family or should I play the newest video game? Like, are there any other thoughts that come to your mind other than those three?
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it's, when you get it, you know, melted down to brass tacks or whatever, it's like, yeah, those are kind of your three options with pretty much anything in life. Right. Um, It's yeah. I'm going to do it. No, I'm not. Or meh, meh, you know, know, just let happen. What's going to let happen or whatever. So um, yeah. And it's interesting that, um, you know, life is a slow gas leak of suffering. You know, it's interesting that, you know the person that you listen to um, referenced it as 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 a gas leak of suffering as opposed to a gas leak of you know any number of things right experiences or you know triumphs or you know whatever that they use that suffering like it's like that's the determining factor that dictates well based off of this suffering I just experienced I could either do one of three things with it right um, as opposed I, to just
1: to, just to add sorry to interrupt but a new thought no, no, on on. you know it's like. I think that to defend the suffering is uh-huh. I think, I think the human feces, I don't art a feces, human feces <laughs> <is, laughs> for to flip right there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way we act, maybe that's actually fitting, especially mm. if you go on Twitter, but you know, I think <laughs> one, I think there's a, there, tell me if I'm wrong. And, and I don't want to be like super like pessimistic, but I think there is a flaw in humanity, where and I think where the suffering can actually be derived from is if we do the same thing every day, like we are just miserable, and so like we we fight for that dopamine kick, you know, find something new and novel and exciting, and you know we can't just do the same thing over and over again, and which leads to these thoughts of desire, aversion, and indifference, because you know you look at an animal. I, I don't know. I mean, they, they live in an open world and they just, they do the same shit every single day, you know? I, so I don't know. I don't know if, if there's something wrong with humanity and, and I, I don't know. I don't know what to add to that, but it just seems like we, we want more than what we should or something like that. I don't know. What do you think about that?
0: Yeah. You know, that's an interesting concept to think <clears throat> when you kind of compare it to like animals, right? Cause I mean, we're all animals, however, our cognitive ability seems to, you know, outmatch most all other creatures on earth. Except I know there's like, oh, dolphins are smarter than humans or, you know, whatever that case is. But right. So we have this different level of, of, of self-awareness. I know most animals are self-aware and stuff, but like we just, because of our, our, um, you know, our brain structure and composition and stuff, we just have this different, this different level, this, you know, almost like a, a fourth dimension or something. Um, to life that, that we're able to, um, um, you know, uh, experience. And so I think that what that does for us as humans is it, is it lets us think these thoughts, right? So rather than just like, if you're like an ant, right, you know, you go out every day and you, you forage for leaves or, you know, whatever the hell it is. And that's your, you know, and you get, you know, a certain level of satisfaction out of that. And your mind won't wander from those tasks and, and whatnot. But as a human, you know, we're just so complex in our social structures and, and all this stuff that you can be like an ant, right, and do the same thing day in and day out. Um, and some people, I would argue, probably get satisfaction out of that, and they don't need to change. They don't need to find the next the next endorphin rush or anything like that. However, I think humans, as a, as a concept, uh, we don't – you know, don't, don't want to fall into ruts, right? You hear that term all the time, ruts, whether the relationship ruts or, you know, financial ruts or job ruts or, you know, whatever the case is. So yeah, I I do agree in the sense that we're always looking to get that next, you know, level up, right? To use a a nice gaming, gaming terminology there, right? We're looking to get to the next level. Um, and whatever that means, whether that's, you know, Hey, you know, I'm just this guy who works this desk job nine to five every day. it's like, Hey, I'm going to take a random trip to Belize and go on, go zip lining and swim with dolphins and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, for them that's outside their norm. And that maybe is what they need to, 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 to get the desire, or they could do the opposite thing, you know, kind of going to the, the aversion piece and saying, you know, maybe I'm going to quit this job and I'm going to, you know you know, enter the life of crime or, you know, do whatever, you know, and it's like, or people are just, you know, I'm just going to just not participate in life any longer, you know, just kind of let, let, let whatever happens happen. You know, I'm going to stop paying my, my, my rent. And then I'm going to, you know, stop talking to my family and, you know, whatever, you know, whatever the case is. And so I just think because we're, you know, we're, we're humans, um, we have this ability to, um, sort of think about these things and then, you know, make these conscious decisions about whether we're going to desire things, avert things. Yeah, it's almost
1: like, on like, a, like, a, like a pack, like pack thinking, like, you know, because I really do think we're like we are evolved monkeys in some sort of way, you know, we're closer to monkeys than we are advanced aliens, if you ask me. But uh, like humans are like a comparative species, you know, and we want to compare and contrast We want to, you know, we want to, we want to fit in, but we also want to stand out. You know, we want to attract the mate. We want to, you know, we want to be the leader. We want to get the glory, you know? So, so here's the next question is, do you think TV and the internet has fucked up and hijacked our brains to where we are not in control of what we actually want? We're so busy, caught up in the game of comparing and contrasting that we actually, We actually aren't happy or we actually aren't on the path that we should be.
0: Um, I don't know necessarily about TV, but I think social media um, for sure is. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's an abomination, I think to society because, you know, it's uh, and maybe it's just the, you know, recent, you know, five, six years of, of it or something, but it just seems like we've almost devolved um, into people that tend to think critically and think for ourselves to more of almost kind of like what you were saying, we're like a pack. And it's like, you find your pack, you find your tribe and you find like-minded people online or, you know, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, whatever the hell your, your poison is there. And, and you stick with those people. And then anybody that isn't of the same ilk and mindset, are you know is like your enemy like you know that's like the the neighboring pack of wolves or something that's trying to hunt your 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 prey your quarry and uh it's yeah i think it's 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 yeah it's gross uh social media i kind of wish that uh <laughs> you know all of it was just kind of gone i've almost temp- been tempted to delete my stuff because i don't really get anything out of it in terms of yeah of, yeah a positive like reinforcement and, you know, and especially yeah, wanna,
1: the news and all the control-y, fear-mongering shit, you know? Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, so, well, on top of that, would you say that with the internet destroying traditional belief systems, do you think humanity is having another Tower of Babel moment? <sighs>
0: So it's been a hot minute since I took theology classes okay, so, back so, in. All
1: right, so Tower, tower of Babel, well,
0: basically,
1: you know, well, just for just for the people that are listening, Tower of people Babel there, right? was, you know, people <laughs> working together to build a tower to, to God, and God, you know, got angry, destroyed the tower, and divided humanity, and they all started speaking different languages just so that they could never right. become stronger than God or, you know, whatever the, the
0: translation
1: right. is. So do you think right. that you feel like the internet is doing that uh, in a, in a different way again?
0: You know, it's, it's, it's a very interesting um, comparison for sure, because I wouldn't necessarily say that before the internet and stuff that we were all one unified people and all spoke the same language, but, because there's always been strife, there's always been conflict, especially when it comes to like religious groups, etc., cetera, um, cultural um, differences and stuff. But I feel like the internet has made it, and technology in general has made it easier for said conflicts that have always existed to uh, grow and expand, right? Um, yeah. Because ra- rather than having to say, oh, I got to go to my local whatever to meet up with my buddies that all, you know, want to you know um, torment this, this one group of people or something, it's like, hey, I can do that online and I can sort of do it anonymously. So even if I'm like a closet neo-Nazi or whatever, I can hang out with my buds online and, you know, get this big conglomerate and start, you know, harassing all these people or about, you know, whatever. And, you know, so I, I think that it, it's an interesting um, concept that you bring up because it's almost like, yeah, there's this, there's this big spike coming down from the heavens or something saying, okay, here's, here's this technology and, you know, everybody, you know, spread out and do your own thing. And, you know, um, start fracturing you know previously um <laughs> solid relationships and all this stuff like even like with like covid stuff right you know you had tight family units and because of covid which whichever side of the fence you you fall on you know masking anti-masking vaccine anti vaxing whatever um, that seems to almost be like a Tower of Babel thing just by itself. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> like the internet, literally, is, like, the internet literally connects us, but yet somehow is dividing us. It, yeah. It's a, like mm-hmm. a double edged sword. It's fucking, yeah, that is weird to think
0: about it like that. Right. And then thinking about technology too, especially like with media, not just social media, but media, how they're able to take these, these um, you know, very polarizing views and taking a stance on them and then pushing propaganda whether you know it's it's based in fact or not you know to fuel the different sides you know these two different battles good versus evil black versus white you know whatever uh spy versus spy you know (laughs) um (laughs) it's yeah it's yeah so that just kind of adds another layer to it is like you, you know once once this um this battle line has been drawn then you get these actors, these figures, you know, these, you know, news conglomerates and stuff, you know, NBC, Fox, for profit news or, you know, they- exactly. And then they, they pick a side and that's where they've drawn their line and you get very, um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say that the people that just can't think for themselves, but you get people that are very easily influenced, right. That it will, right. Well, the idea you know, is they want to
1: be part of the pack
0: exactly so we're kind of getting back to that old piece that we were talking about before but you know people that know the sky is blue but this one group who you know touts all the same viewpoints that they have and they say well the sky is actually red it's like okay well the sky is red you know because these people that <laughs> yeah. agree with everything else i say is saying it's red, right. so it must be red you know so it's, right. it's just kind of the dangerous dangerous part of 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 all that so yeah it could very well be a tower of Babel moment and here we are fracturing out into our our own little groups and you know, who, right. Who knows what so add, you know, adding, adding to that, even,
1: you know, we, we are, we are diverse, you know, and the, and the new movement is to accept diversity, you know, acceptance of, of, you know, all, you know, creeds and religions and people, whatever, you know, but obviously naturally diversity causes conflict, but ultimately as you know, more people on the planet, the closer we are, the, the more we need to cooperate, you know, we, diversity needs to be accepted yet we are a tribal species you know that's how we have been for the longest time how do we accept this society or how do we explain it or how do we improve it is there any way to have like a mass tribal kind of living or is it literally just a doomed experiment and we we are going to go back to our origins and you know with a a mass die-off or or, or uh, an even more greater dividing you know into a what is it you know 100 what's a tribe you know a, a human can know 150 people or whatever the fuck it is like how do you how do you see us figuring this out you know because if it's not 8 billion it's 80 billion you know how do we live with 80 billion people on the planet
0: yeah, that's kind of the interesting thing about, you know, the world's population and stuff, because at some point, you know, it's, it's like a, um, um, you know, a parabolic curve. At some point, you're going to hit this plateau where <laughs> the earth and the resources and even technology and all that can't sustain and support life. So we'll, we'll eventually plateau out at, at a certain number. But, um, <clears throat> you know, the biggest thing is, I mean, we already are sort of a bunch of tribes, whether it's, you know, two major tribes or, you know, a bunch of little itty bitty tribes based off of, um, you know, religion and all this kind of stuff. It's like, the biggest thing is I just, there's just so much, like, I feel like, you know, you know, I don't know if tribe is the right word, but, you know, just using that, that analogy here, it's like tribe A and tribe B, they have so many differences that, you know, and tribe A thinks that tribe B is trying to infringe on their, their beliefs, their ideology, whatever the case is. So they have to put down and attack tribe B when it's like, you know, really we should just be like, Hey, what tribe B is doing isn't affecting what tribe A is doing. So why don't you just leave them the fuck alone? Um, yeah. And if we could do that as a society, rather than saying, well, you know, I I think it's the whole, um, the idea like, uh, self-righteous indignation, right? Not necessarily self as an individual, but like a group, group righteous indignation right like i'm always right i'm the only thing that matters my ideas are the only thing that actually matters what you're saying is bullshit if, if we could get out of that mindset and just saying hey i believe what i believe i think what i think and as long as you know what you're doing doesn't infringe and in, impose on what i'm trying to do then hey you know let's just yeah, live, I, live, you're
1: not hurting yourself or hurting other people it's probably fine
0: right but i feel like there's and I don't know if it's because we, you know, there's too many people in this world or, you know, whatever. Well, it, it, a lot of it's probably got to be technology, right? You know, people being able to shit, you know, it, it, technology and the internet and social media is giving people with opinions, the, the, the incorrect assumption that their opinion actually matters and everybody cares about what they think. It's really, it's like, you should just live your own life and do what you want to do and stop trying to, um, sway other people to think like you do or go hunting and searching for people that don't think like you do spend that. You can then attack them. Um, you know, the biggest thing is like, you know, gay marriage and LGBTQ rights and all this stuff. It's like, it doesn't affect you. You know, you just want to be so self-righteous and what you believe matters so much that, you know, you just want to start hurting the, this other group of people and, and whatnot. And, well, that's, I think that's, that's, right.
1: that's the ego stepping in is it's that self perpetuating ego. You know, I want everyone around me to think like I think, therefore I'm validated. So if you don't think the way I think you're, you're, you're an other and I, and I hate right. the other, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have the ability to love, you know, individual beings for their uniqueness. You know, I hate, uh, you know, people for their, for their otherness, you know, I, it's all about me is, is it really is it really that simple you know is because if yeah i mean if the other is threatening then then i guess it's a problem but if they're mm-hmm. not threatening you know then what where we're getting hung up on on concepts is that is that is that where the hatred comes in like you know like for example if you if we hate on gay people because yeah if everyone turned gay then there would be no human population. So yeah, on that, on that super basic premise, then yeah, we should hate that because we don't want humans to go away. But if we like effort one iota past that, everyone's different, everyone's unique. And some people are gay, some people are bi, and some people are straight. And at the same time, we're, we're population is growing so maybe we gay is actually okay. Cause it will actually populate less or is it literally just cause the Bible said, so, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to, to get people to, how do I just don't understand how people hate gay people. Like you don't have to agree with it. And that, I'm not trying to make this a, a thing about gay people. I'm just trying to talk, you know, it's, it seems like a, such a hot topic issue for, you know, that, that otherness content, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like how, how do we, how do we fight the other? How do we accept the other? Like, I, I maybe maybe that's too easy now. It's you know thirty years of, you know forty years fighting for gay people and people don't care. But you know, I, I still hear you know gay people on different podcasts saying that there's plenty of hate out there. So I don't know what what are your no, there on other net if you don't want to just go right on to gayness.
0: Well. <laughs> It, you know, when, when, you were, when you were talking there, it made me think a lot about, like, when, you know, and, you know, going back to that, you know, uh, especially when it comes to, like, religion versus, you know, oh, religion, you know, the sanctity of marriage between a man and a woman and all this stuff. It's, it's like, you know what, it, it, it's like people are going for desire and aversion rather than indifference. It's like, you know what, how is two men, two women, two people that don't identify as any particular gender? getting married affecting your life other than the fact that it's like, well, this book that I believe so much in says it should only be a man and a woman. So therefore what you're doing over there on the other side of the country or the other side of the world really affects me and it really bothers me. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. It's like those people should just be indifferent. It's like those those people wanting to express their love for one another in whatever way they want to do it doesn't affect you it's not like they're going into your house and you know screw screwing on your couch I or on your bed like that. i
1: love this john just to save the world just don't give a fuck
0: <laughs> you know if, oh, if my God, you're a genius john i love if, it if two people of this of the same sex the opposite sex whatever we're coming into your house and doing stuff okay sure you can get upset about that but if they're doing whatever they want to do somewhere else, it's you don't need to get all super holy and zealous and pious up on your your frickin pedestal of man and woman are the only two people that can be together in this world. And you should just take a fucking chill pill. Why don't you smoke some pot and chill the fuck out? Because, you know, it's not doing any. You know, it's, it's so funny. The hills that people will die on. Right. Just that, like you said, it self-righteous indignation. Like the only, the way I think is the only way anybody should think. And it doesn't make any sense because it doesn't affect the way that your life is going. You can still, you know, go to church on Sundays. You can still, you know, whatever, do the freaking bake sale and, you know, PTA meetings and whatever the hell you want to do. What these people are doing over here isn't affecting what you're doing. It's because of the fact that you want to oppose what they're doing that they then get in your business by you know doing protests and you know petitioning their congress people about hey why are you trying to take away rights for us folk um all right, it's all, all right. because you in a fucking bunch because you read this fucking book that's really a bunch of stories that people are trying to interpret to live their lives in this current day um and yeah it just doesn't make any sense so it's like if people would just be more indifferent about what other people are doing that doesn't affect them at all, then I think things would be better. But I think it's because there's that either it's the desire or the aversion. I really hate something, so I'm going to act on my hate and I'm going to let the world know about it. Um,
1: yeah. Okay. So now to add on to that, do you feel what? What? How do you feel if I say caring is suffering? So caring about what your neighbors think, caring about what gay people think, or the trans movement things or what black people think is that is that seven caring about your family caring about feeding your family caring about your own wants and desires is it just the fact that you care is that what what brings on suffering is there is there anything more basic that that, that brings on difficulty than literally just caring about the world and yourself and 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 life and other people
0: hmm you know i you know, it's interesting because you, you want to think that if you're coming from a place of caring that, you know, there's hope and, and brevity and, you know, lightness. But then also with that, I think there's also the polarity of, well, with hope, it's like you hope something happens. But then if something doesn't happen, right, then there's the opposite effect, right? So Oh, uh, guess- yeah,
1: yeah. Like, uh, what is it? Life? Or no, happiness is... Life divided by expectations, or
0: whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's a see, there's an analytical mathematical equation to solve all of this, right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, so you just paid attention to school and learned your arithmetic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just, I think it's just kind of, um, I think that it can lead to suffering in the sense that you know if if your hopes and desires and wants and goals and stuff aren't achieved or if you know because we always play devil's advocate right like it's like you have all these ideas and thoughts and visions of what you want to have happen whether it's an upcoming job interview or you know you're you know you're trying to court some some partner or whatever you have all these grandiose ideas and hey yeah things are going to go great but then you also run the risk then when you take any kind of chance with anything, um, of not having those things come to fruition. And therefore that's where I think the suffering piece would come in. So I think you can't really just say that, um, you know, it always leads to just suffering, um, because there's, there's kind of the duality, you know, that goes along with it. So with, with the suffering, there's also the, the possibility of, of happiness and, and all this stuff. So, um, so yeah, I would say I, I agree with you to some extent, but there's also, you got to look at the other side, right? That um, there's also good that comes out of, out of situations as well.
1: Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just trying to create like a, you know, a baseline of, I, I, I think if you, if, if we're alive, we've decided that, that there's enough good out here to, to continue living. Right. Or, or at least if it's not happiness, it's, it's
0: a, it's a purpose worth living for or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Because if there's something worth living for, then of course there's going to be a road that you travel down and on that road, it's not going to be full of, you know, it's not gonna be a smooth road, right. There's going to be bumps AKA suffering that's going to happen along the way, which you're as a human being willing to live with. Right as you go down that road, um, because when, although there may be bumps, there may be sadness, there may be, you know, sorrow, et cetera, et cetera. There's also going to be those smooth patches. And, you know, maybe even though, you know, going to like a video game reference, you get those speed boosts, right. You know, on that road, you hit a speed boost and you get get in front of the pack and all that. So those are the really good times in life. Um, So, yeah. So, I mean, just, there's always two, two ways to, to, to see things there for sure. So with, with, um, with suffering, there is also uh, opportunities for, for prosperity and happiness for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Right on.
1: I like this conversation, man. So switch, mm-hmm. let's switch it up a little bit on uh, kids, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like That's funny. No, I was looking at that...
0: that too on my list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's important because it really does get down to purpose, you know, So as far as raising kids, you know, you, where do you draw the line on spoiling the kid and where do you draw the line on, you know, making their life easier? You know, where do you draw the line on telling them that they're smart and then them resting on their own loyals and when really life is a bunch of hard work and Shitty expectations. So if you just drown your kid in happiness and spoil them with everything, and then when you reveal them to the world, or when they reveal themselves to the world, however the fuck that happens, and they're not ready, you know, so how do you? How where do you draw the line? Because you want to, you want to love them, but you gotta love them appropriately, you know, and you don't want to, you know. You don't want to say, oh, you're, you're so smart. And then they think they don't have to, you know, think, or they don't have to, mm-hmm. effort. you know, that's setting your kid up for failure. How do you, how do you raise a kid, you know, the right way? Cause you, and cause you don't want to tear them down either, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. I think the biggest thing with that is it's all about the level of support. Right. Um, you know, emotional support, you know, physical support, et cetera, et cetera. So it's perfect because with like with our child, like, yeah, it's our first child, right? You know, we're in our mid thirties. And um, so we've got some life experience and whatnot. And I think the biggest thing for us is like you said, you want to be supportive of them, but you don't want to coddle, right? Um, You want to let them know, Hey, I'm here for you. I understand you're going through a certain situation and let's work through how we're going to get through the situation, right? um so i know a lot of times like with our kiddo he loves doing puzzles you know and all this kind of stuff and some of them are more complex than others and some have specific shapes you got to fit up you know you got to fit them in the right order and if he's not getting you know putting the shape in the right way gets frustrated right he gets upset he starts throwing the puzzle around and rather than just saying like oh you know too bad so sad or doing it for him like hey let's you know we try and actually talk to we talk to him almost like he's an adult right even though we know he's not yeah, 100% i agree, with that. I agree with that kids are
1: kids we're, adapt you know i think right. talking to a kid like an adult i think that's a good move.
0: we're not like i got go go but, but, but you know it's <laughs> it's it's more like hey let's try and find another way of accomplishing this goal and so we'll say turn it around you know turn like if the piece is exactly 180 degrees from where it needs to be or whatever Hey, turn it around, turn it around. If he's not understanding, then maybe we'll show him like, Hey, this is turning it around. And so then through that type of repetition and kind of staying consistent with that kind of approach, our kid, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to say, Oh, he's a genius. You know, he'll figure it out, you know, and then he'll know the next time, like, Hey, if it's not working, he'll either do it on his own. He'll turn it around or he will, you know, by us prompting him saying, Hey, why don't you try, try something different and try turning it around. He'll, you know, maybe after a couple of times he'll get it. So I think, like you said, there's this fine line between either just like doing everything for them and praising them at every opportunity um, and coddling them and then just like sort of being like almost indifferent, right? And just being like, eh, you know, if you can't figure it out, then you're not meant for this world, you know, or whatever. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's, and, and, yeah. And, you know, it, parenting is such a complex topic too. I, yeah, it's like there's not yeah. one right way to raise every child. You know, you have all these books and we've read books and all this stuff, but we've kind of taken bits and pieces from each one. It's not like there's just one right way to raise a kid. And yeah, um, yeah it's, it's definitely a balancing act for sure. But, yeah. Cause so, yeah, cause you want
1: to teach, you know, emotional matureness and, you know, keeping yourself in check, but you also want to show them, you know, vulnerability and, you know, making mistakes and correcting mistakes you know it's i don't know yeah it's just it's it's always just gray there's never there's not just one
0: it's never the Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. one-sided yeah i think resilience oh yeah go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say i think resilience is a big thing um with yeah it really because especially at such a young age they don't know how to manifest their feelings and their thoughts other than through a lot of action right so whether it's crying it's you know, throwing a tantrum, falling on the floor, throwing things, hitting people, whatever. And so I think by, you know, this might sound cliche, but leading by example. So showing resilience in situations where they're not, it's not ideal for you as an adult, you know, rather than you freaking out or you giving up, it's like showing like, Hey, there's more than one way to skin a cat. I'm going to, you know, keep trying, and until you know, I get the result that I want, and then they're going to see that, and then that will manifest itself through their own actions. Um, I think resilience is a big characteristic that uh, parents should try and emulate and show their children because it will, like I said, it will hopefully um, lead to um, better, you know, better outcomes as they continue to develop and evolve. Um,
1: okay. Since. Yeah. Hell yeah. Do you feel like having kids is selfish or? narcissistic or or even just problematic
0: well first you know i've been saying a lot of shit so i want to get your opinion first because i have some opinions on this for sure but what do you think about that well i
1: i was uh tripping on mushrooms and and the girl was just like well you know i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna try and get pregnant but i'm not gonna take birth control you know and if it happens it happens i'm like that's literally how you get pregnant. She's like, well, well, no, you know, I'll, you know, be in control. of this, And she's like, well, and plus it's like, isn't it, you know, narcissistic to, to have kids? Yeah. Mm. Oh no, no, I brought, I heard it on a podcast and she, and she was, she was like offended that I even asked the question. Cause it was like, of course, of course not. Like we are designed to do it. And, and that's what we're <laughs> supposed to do. You know, how, how stupid are you? And, you know, I I would, I trust, you know, women's instinct and, you know, their practicality. So I guess, you know, the, the right answer is no, but at the same time, when you look at some of these parents and they, you know, they, they put so much pressure on them to succeed at playing piano or being a (laughs) all-star basketball player or football player, or, you know, you know they want to they want to they want to live vicariously through their life i mean that's definitely narcissism you know but so but then having the kid and planning all the the, the kid's life i think i think that's problematic but i mm. think if, you know if you're having a kid and and you think it's the right thing to do you know like i had two kids i you know married to one girl, so two and two, so we propagated, but we're not adding to the earth. I, I feel like that's morally acceptable. <laughs> no. I don't know. I I so I didn't I you know, I didn't add to the earth, but I didn't take away. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, what are you what are you thinking with me talking like this?
0: <laughs> no, it's you know, you bring up a lot of really good points and really interesting and yeah, I feel like it's it, uh... You know, and maybe this is just kind of my own thought process, but you see these these families or whatever of uh, uh, of people that have what, seven, eight, nine, ten, twenty kids. You know, that, the kids.
1: I hate that. It's, I I hate that, and that that's just a me problem, and I need to accept and blah blah blah. And you know, we need a lot. We need a lot of workers, and you know, they can build the roads, <laughs> and that's fine.
0: <laughs> these people aren't building I the roads. Man. Do I could never do that. I
1: could never do that.
0: Well, and, it, I, and I think, and a lot of that tends to come from, at least what I see, and maybe I'm just telling myself a story, but it, a lot, a lot of that comes from religion, like, like, oh, it was God's purpose for me to, to, to birth and spawn children, and it's like, no, <laughs> that, that's not. And
1: I mean, whether, hey, they can,
0: they can do it. They, it's their right. They can do it. <laughs> right, and whether they have the financial ability to support said family and children or not is another story but it's just like i think that's just completely so i mean there's not a magic number right everybody should have one kid three kids ten kids whatever you know the thing about it too is it's like yeah it's 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 a it's a part of nature right for not only just humans but you know all other species to procreate and stuff but
1: some women say they feel better when they're pregnant compared to when they're not
0: yeah i mean there's you know hormones and and certain things that get released during pregnancy, when you're when you're growing another living organism within within you, um, for sure. So I definitely get that. And you know, my wife was pregnant at one point, and I I saw kind of the ups and downs of that piece. And um, but the interesting thing though is, even though as a species we're designed to procreate, it's not 100% easy for everybody either. So it's it's and i know we're getting kind of far away from the question you originally asked Oh no, I just, or... we're
1: just spitball, no, bro. go ahead it's all but good whatever
0: i mean i feel like every species is sort of narcissistic in the sense that our biological you know design or whatever is telling us we need to continue our race because you know we're, we're a pretty good thing you know our, our species we're a pretty good thing so uh why don't we use our, our dingus and and the hoo-ha and Let's, uh, let's, 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 let's keep this thing going for a while longer, you know, a couple more million years or, you know, whatever the case is, right. you know, s- some creatures have been around for a while. And I know we've only been around for, you know, however long we've been around for tens of thousands of years, but, um, you know, Hey, let's keep this thing going. And, uh, the nice thing is there's a little bit of pleasure you get out of the whole thing. But I think, you know, I mean, if you frame things a certain way, I think you can, you can always say that, um, you know, um, children and parenthood and stuff can be considered narcissistic right because whether it's you're coming from a place like oh it's it's my um it's my the my purpose my purpose was to continue to populate this world that we live on or whether it's um you know like you're the experience you were saying about (laughs) talking to that one gal saying oh you know we're just not using protection and we're not you know whatever (laughs) it's like you know you're using another biological feature of, of the human anatomy and getting pleasure and excitement and stuff. And if that leads to also procreating, you know, so be it. Um, Cause the interesting thing that, you know, we found out when we were trying to have kids is it's, it's not just as simple as just having unprotected sex. There's a whole series of things you have to take into account, such as ovulation and, you know, whether there's, um, you know, preexisting conditions that might affect said procreating and uh, all this stuff. So, um, you know, there's just a lot of factors that come into it. So whether it's it's considered narcissistic or not, I don't know, but um, I think you can always frame frame things like that because um, <laughs> I know in our case, like I said, we we had one miscarriage and we're pretty down on ourselves and we didn't want to give up on being able to do that. So I don't know if that's considered definitely narcissistic or persistent, but um, yeah, yeah, you know, we knew that being parents was something we wanted to do, and it's it's a whole another experience. I mean, now me being a parent I can't say what it's like to be a person that goes their whole life without being a parent because I am a parent now. So right. I can't live that and forever. For that. right I can't live that that life nor you know based off of what I believe and what I feel what I want to. But dude, it is weird.
1: Like have you hung out with people our age that don't have kids? They're uh-huh. fucking uh-huh. aliens, dude. It is the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing. Their thought process doesn't even fucking <laughs> compute with me. It's the weirdest thing. Have you noticed this?
0: Yeah, I've got some friends that are um, either whether it's through um, choice or, you know, other means that they're not able to have children. I know people like that. I mean, they might have dogs, which, are kind of, you know, some people would argue are like kids. Um, but um, yeah, and they live completely different lifestyles. And um, it does seem different or interesting. Or when my wife and I have conversations like, well, we can't do like, our friends over here do because they don't have kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like, yeah. it's interesting. You, you do make those comparisons with, with those friends and people in your life that, that are kind of on the other side of the spectrum there. So, um, yeah. So that is an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. 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 It is
1: interesting. All right. Here's, here's something off the wall. Mm-hmm. If you could reincarnate for the perfect sex life, would you do it? <laughs> Like you die, I give up You come now, back. You, you you find all the souls, and you plan out this perfect cascading effect of 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 a sex life. Would would you would you come back to Earth for more suffering if you could somehow line up the perfect sex life?
0: So let me just ask some clarifying questions. So do I have to stop my current life right now, or do I get to no, live out my no, no, current no, no, life? No,
1: no, no, no. Just just yeah, you live your life, whatever, and then. Uh, You know, assuming that there is reincarnation, you you Mm -hmm. can you can or cannot reincarnate. You know, because you're happy up in heaven or whatever, but you can come back down
0: for a. You know, I don't ring and all that. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, I I I don't know. Obviously, I think we would have more information on the other side than we do here. But let's say that you have to punch your ticket now for
0: the next life. Would you do it? Right. And it's so funny because this whole analytical side of me is I have all these questions like, well, but what if, but what if, you know, (laughs) so So does that mean that, is there no heaven then after the second reincarnated life or would there be,
1: let's just say there's, there's always source, you know, there's always, we're always connected, whatever, but we don't have to come back down here because it's so difficult, but you know, you could, you know, come back and, I
0: don't know. I don't know. It's just a dumb question. Nobody, you know, now would you do it all over again, essentially. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, with me, just, I mean, you know, my dad, he passed back in January. Right. And yeah. um, you know, so that's like the closest person to me that's passed my life. I've had grandparents and aunts and uncles and, and things of that nature, but my dad is obviously the closest person that passed me. And it's like, you know, I told you earlier in this podcast, you know, I'm, atheist agnostic by nature um so i don't believe in heaven anything you know my dad hasn't come down as like an angel or some manifestation sure, sure. To say hey john how are you doing you know it's right it right, right you know eight months since i passed how are you doing buddy
1: um,
0: <laughs> uh, so that's you know my more pessimistic side thinking well yeah there's no heaven you know any of that but um you know i would like to think that if there's some way of reincarnating, coming back and doing something, I think that'd be great. Cause I think, you know, being a human and having, you know, consciousness and being able to experience, you know, all the different senses and everything like that. I think in not knowing what's after this life, I think it would be nice to be able to do that again. Um, because the way I currently envision, if that's even how you want to describe it, an afterlife, is it's just blackness, you know, like when you fall asleep at night and you're sort of kind of in that between sleep and, and, and awake you know it's just kind of a black a black screen you know there's just no senses no no nothing and it's like but do you still have this conscience it's just so it's so weird to me just to even think about it but
1: right um, so right. yeah i would like to think
0: that i would like to reincarnate and come back and be able to experience life again because it, it's it's interesting it's just like a um a, a video game where you have all these choices. Like, if you've ever played any of those Telltale games, like the Walking Dead games or stuff, you make one choice to save this person or kill this other person or whatever. It's like, well, if right. I have the chance to game over again, maybe right. I would choose the other <laughs> path. You know? Yeah. Or Netflix. I mean, I'm going to watch this movie, and now I'm going to watch this other movie. <laughs> right. Because in theory, you only get one life. You only get one chance, and you know, one one opportunity to make this decision at this particular point in life. So, if you, been you know, I think that would be nice to be able to to Reincarnate as, as 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 something else and and come back and live life again and um you know even if it did you know it would lead to certain amounts of suffering and pain and hardship and along the way but I mean that's just part of you know assuming you reincarnate against a human uh, that's just part of life as a human being um,
1: right or to even but, add to that like if it was more or you had a, a thought a th- you're you're an add to that
0: yeah you no know, <laughs> it's just very off the wall and abstract but. Get, kind of keeping on that video game thing i hope that if there is a heaven there is some sort of an afterlife that you know like in grand theft auto and a lot of those big open world games that there's some sort of a stat screen where you can pull up all your stats yeah like the number of kilometers you ran the number of hamburgers you ate like you could just pull up any fucking arbitrary stat like how many times did I jerk off in my life? You know, it would say like, Oh, (laughs) 34,592.
1: You know, I hope
0: there's something like that because that would be fucking phenomenal. (laughs) If I could figure out like God shakes his head at anyone that masturbates more than 2.7 times
1: per day or whatever. (laughs) Too
0: much, Kelly, too much too <laughs> much. How many pounds of bacon did I eat in my lifetime? You know, or it' you know, just, just weird shit like that. I think it would be really cool to have like this, you know, scrolling stat screen, you know, that you could review on your life. And then if you reincarnate again, you could then find a brand new screen. And then you'd be yeah. able to pull up each different screen, like, hey, reincarnation one, two, three, four. Hey, let's compare these guys and you could get really super deep and analytical with all your <laughs> with all your reincarnation. Yeah. Well and this is my thought on that is
1: you know we we are going to get interconnected with everything that we're going to be so far beyond earth that 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 we aren't even going to care about those stats anymore. We're just going to be mm. on this like, such a grander scale of things. But then to come back comparing to a life to a video game or life to a movie whereas you know video game you have choice Whereas a movie, it's just an experience. So, what if I were to say life is like a beautiful equation and it's just a cascading effect of things that are out of our control and that becomes our life? Even though we feel like we're choosing and that we have um, agency, what if we really don't? What if it really is just different systems? um interacting with each other and just by this the slight differences I- interacting with our brain and neurons and uh senses that that these that these choices that we make are really just based off of aversion or desire or indifference and 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 life just literally happens and so reincarnation is somehow wedging ourselves in this in these falling numbers and and we we somehow choose our life before it happens and then and then it's like hitting play on a movie and what we wanted to experience in life is is what we chose before it happened which includes all the bad shit but that's it's like that that we you know if we if we really are greater beings and we are really just here for a movie yeah of course we want hardship and and, you know good and bad so that we have the contrast and Appreciation for for things like that. How, how does that make you feel? Kind of more, more. <laughs> maybe not ultimately fatalistic, but at least in this life, more more fatalistic.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: <laughs> and then I had no marijuana or mushrooms
0: today either. Just <laughs> you know. well, I've I've had a couple of couple of beers, so I'm feeling pretty good. But um, really? uh, and I was drinking one while we were doing this, so yeah, even better. But um, no, it's interesting. So I'm, I'm kind of coming back to the whole equation piece you were talking about. So are you trying to say that um, each reincarnation is its own equation or that our Well, multitude... everything it, we're,
1: our our incarnation is mixed in with everyone else's incarnation, which is mixed in with the solar system and the universe and whatever the fuck else is going on. Dark energy. You know, what is that? We don't know. I don't okay. know, know what that is, you know? It's okay. just a grain of sand in an ocean of galaxies, you know?
0: Right. And we're on one side of the equation. It's not an inequality where one side is not equal to or greater than or equal to one. It's an, an equation where you have one side that eventually has to equal and balance out another side. So you, you either live one incarnation on one side of an equation and that's made up of positives and negatives and, and neutrals and stuff, and then maybe your next reincarnation is on the other side and those things. And then everybody else is also experiencing those same things. And so you have all these all these things, but eventually they they balance out to a net net neutral or net, you know, they equal each other. Um yeah,
1: something, something you know. like that, you know. I don't I don't
0: know. Or 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 it's a net
1: positive by you know point zero 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 one and that's why it exists at all. Because if it didn't, it would it would cancel itself out, you know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, like lo- love is the reason, you know, love brings hope. Love brings, you know, creativity, you know, hate brings destruction. Well, obviously we're living in society. We're working towards something. So I, even if humanity is only 51% good and 49% bad, that's enough to continue. Right.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. One sort of comparison I'd like to make is have you watched squid game at all? yeah
1: dude i just did... <laughs> my fucking pumpkin i carved today it took me it took longer to, to gouge out the fucking seeds than to actually carve it because all i did was carve a huge fucking triangle
0: <laughs> <laughs> you would have failed at the uh, honeycomb game though, huh? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. It's a... all right good game hell yeah Yeah, I was trying to say like, so another way to another analogy for it is like the the tug of war game, right? You know, you got these two sides, they're both tugging, they both, you know, you got your, your ups and your downs and all this stuff. And, you know, it's like, you you know, you might fall on one side, one, one uh, incarnation, the next, you might be on the next side the the other time or whatnot. And it's kind of what it's like is this balance, but eventually, either things will stay right in the middle. So you have this, this equality. Or like you said, there might be that point zero 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 one that might be just on the other side, which is why we understand and experience life as we know it now. Um, so I just, when you were saying that, it triggered Squid Game in mind because we just finished it yeah. up the other night. <laughs> yeah,
1: hell yeah. It's just, you know, because, I mean, zero, a net zero is is zero. And what we're experiencing is not zero, you know. There's something there's something pushing us forward. I don't know what it is. You know, I don't know, but we're def- It's definitely not zero. Whatever we're experiencing is not zero or, or maybe it, maybe it zeros out in some ways, and, but it's compelled forward in other ways. You know, I don't know. It, and that's why I just say life is a beautiful equation because we, we, you know, we don't, we don't know what it is, but we are compelled, you know, by it, whatever it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Player zero, zero one eliminated.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> he was sweet super sweet
1: um, alright well sweet. I gotta, I'm gonna yeah. wrap this up but I got one other thing here mm-hmm. uh, saying that you have a soulmate is setting your relationship up for failure because you're either putting too much expectation on your partner or feel like you're stuck in a shitty situation
0: what, what do you say about that I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that they're all, shul- are, bleh, excuse me, sorry, slurring the speech. I wouldn't say that there are, in fact, soulmates. I mean, that's just such an interesting concept to think of. It's like, well, I, one, I, I, I don't like the concept, even even if it might be true, even if it's
1: part of that equation that we set up in mm-hmm, pre-life, mm-hmm. you know, just saying it's a soulmate, it's like it almost like takes away the work that you have to do to put in, put in a, a relationship, you know?
0: No, and I, I would agree with that too. And, you know, just think about, I mean, and maybe, you know, you talk about like divorce, right? For example, I've been divorced once before. Um, and maybe that's just people saying, well oh, it's because you didn't find your soulmate or whatnot. But, um, yeah, right. <laughs> and I, it, 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 it's so interesting that, you know, of at least in our earth, our world, you know, seven plus billion people, that the odds of you growing up and living in the same area and, and coming across the person that, if there is one person for one other person in the world, those odds are are very slim, right? You know what right. I mean? I mean, is
1: just, uh, this is just the Earth. We're not even including, you know, the
0: entire universe. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The gleep glops and floopy doos over in Zeldar yeah. Nine.
1: You know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that, that concept is, I think, you know, pretty arbitrary. However, the thing is, is I love the hell out of my wife and I wouldn't want to be spending my life with anybody else right now. Points! Points for John! I think think Soulmate is such an arbitrary, you know, it's a, it's a pipe dream. You know what I mean? It's just a... a, it could be, maybe it's a Hollywood thing. Maybe it's a Hallmark thing, right. You know, so they can market and, and, and profit off of, you know, these types of concepts and stuff, but um, you end up, you know, well I shouldn't say you end up because, you know, not everybody finds a partner to spend their life with, but um, for the people that do, you find somebody that's of your you know, maybe similar mindset, and somebody you find physically attractive because we all are animals and humans, and I think our yeah. our biological instincts tell us we want to procreate, whether or not that's possible hey. or we should decide to do it or not. But there's the all these heart different wants factors. What the heart
1: wants, the mind wants, what the mind wants, and the dick wants, what the dick wants. I mean, it's exactly. natural.
0: Yeah, exactly, and you know, it's all these things, and all of my parts. Tell me this is the person that I want to be with. And it's very much true. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So soulmate, I think, is kind of a, a weird kind of arbitrary concept. But, you know, you've got a lot of people that obviously still believe in that and will put said designation on, you know, whomever they, they end up being with, even if it's their fifth, sixth, ninth, tenth iteration of of, of their, um, um you know, being with somebody. So, um, oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, but so I think it is sort of setting yourself up for for failure in a way, right? Because um, a lot of relationships, <laughs> not everybody has one relationship in their life, you know what I mean? So and and a lot of times when you get to the part of saying, I love you, and I want to be with you, you say, oh, this is my soulmate, right? That's just kind of the the natural progression of, of your thought process when you're going through all those different emo- emotions of a relationship. So um, yeah, I think the concept does sort of set people up for failure and, and heartache and misery. And then it kind of leads to the other pieces of, well, that's life, you know? <laughs>
1: so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it just
1: recently you buy us gun you know?
0: Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Right on. Cool. Well, this is fun. And I could talk to you for hours, but I got to go to bed. Boo work. Yeah. Boo. Uh, it is super, super boo. But I, I would call this podcast a success. So I'm going to keep doing this and maybe we can do this twice a year or something like that this is is fun
0: well i'll only call it a a success if we find our soulmate so (laughs) you are my soulmate john (laughs) yeah you're my soulmate (laughs) i love you i love you so much
1: (laughs) i love you too john god damn it
0: you're a good dude well we definitely need to get together soon like physically in persons um
1: yeah yeah, because it's been I got my, so I got my vaccination. Long. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for the Auschwitz that Inslee is creating here.
0: You got your your Fauci ouchie.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got all that shit. So I'm I'm fucking ready to drink and whatever the fuck else. And if we sit in a bar, COVID doesn't spread. So I'm totally down to sit at a bar. Right. If you stand, though, you got to wear the mask. That's just science.
0: It is right. You got to be at a table unmasked um standing walking around going to the bathroom yeah, some, but if you're so. playing
1: magic the gathering while sitting then you need to wear a mask
0: all so, oh, right yeah because yeah. nerd it, nerd, it, nerd germs make it more yeah
1: it's more yeah different. it's
0: totally totally different totally different so yeah nerd spread shit all the time oh yeah um, oh
1: and dude if you want to do another podcast next week we can do crimson vow previews. they're 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 uh revealing a bunch of the cards this week
0: Ooh, that'd be fun Okay. All right. Sweet. Bye. Put it in the. Put it on your calendar. All <laughs> uh, well, right, uh,
1: John, you're so cool. I appreciate you doing this, man.
0: You got it, man. Anytime. I love doing this kind of shit.
1: Wow, yeah, me too. Me All right, that. bro. Well, I will catch you on the flip side. Have a have a great, safe, rainy Friday.
0: You do the same, and happy Halloween this weekend, man.
1: Oh yeah, trick or treat!
0: Get out and scare some sh- peoples, some people. Yeah,
1: yeah. Kids, kids, get a trick or treat because they don't get to cooperate in our uh, democratic voting.
0: Oh yeah, right, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, man. man. I'll talk, to
0: I'll talk to you soon.
1: Cool. Yeah.
0: Bye.